1: plushcare.com weight loss
2: hello and welcome to another episode of no small roles a DD podcast where there are no small roles and no one but you who can hear that distant and incessant music i'm david knight your dungeon master and i'm joined by this traveling band of misfits say hi everyone hello hi. hi 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 hi, uh, hi! i know we've just started recording but i really need a we so
3: <laughs> let's cue the
2: theme tune
0: Prepare your party of players and polyhedral dice. Your tragic backstory better be worth the sacrifice. Seize your sheets and D20. Let's
2: play D&D.
0: Your haggard character swangers with daggers in each hand. You've all discussed what you must,
4: but even better laid plans. Take a turn when checks are missed.
2: Roll initiative. Brandish your blades. Don't fail your saves, no risk too great, no choice too bold.
3: This is your story, no gods, no glory Confront your fate with every role.
0: One who will pay the price
3: Their chance of success will rest
0: upon
3: the dice No risk too great, no choice too bold This is No Small Ross
2: So, after a brief discussion on which direction to take you decide to begin your investigation with Archmagus Erida Wingthrop, setting out north towards the Golden Forest in the Lake Ward Whilst there was little trouble on the road, you chatted idly and shared a little about your personal histories, especially where family was concerned. Passing through the village of Allfeld, you spoke with two soldiers wearing the armbands of Lord Berrien, who were encouraging the locals to sign up to join his army. Realising they were offering frosted drink, you politely refused and continued on your way. During your rests, Orin had begun to hear a distant melody in his head, and one evening, whilst Juno and Gaius kept watch, the Artificer began to sleepwalk over to the bard, standing patiently nearby. And that's where we pick it up. So Orin, Whoa. I believe, has actually just been woken up by Juna. Yeah. But that's the surprise of it. You have sleptwalk over to them. You can still kind of hear that music, distantly, uh, in the background of, of your mind. But it's night time. Gaius and Juna are staring at you quite strangely. Uh,
5: Can you hear that music? No. No, Nope. just uh, you getting up out of your sleep and uh, walking over to us and then uh, looking all befuddled, buddy.
4: Yeah, you looked like you were like waiting for Gaius to do or say something. Were you having a dream, or...?
2: Uh, was I having a dream, David? Uh, probably, yeah. Okay, but nothing specific. <laughs> nothing <laughs> specific. <laughs> no.
6: Not that I remember. No, I just... You just woke me up and... I seem to be stood up over here rather than sleeping over there.
4: Hmm. It's not to do with that new fancy flute thing, Gaius, is it? Uh, I mean, not not that you'd necessarily know, but...
5: um. Uh, no, not really. Like, I, unless you play it um, and then it moves you, was in I can, I can make somebody move, like, 15 hmm. feet this way or that way or whichever way. But I wasn't playing, it was a Juna.
3: No,
4: no, definitely not.
5: Maybe it's because he was, like, subconsciously thinking... Who is the man of my dreams? And then he just naturally that you know <laughs> intuition kicked in, and then he just like was propelled himself forward towards me. I'm I'm, I'm just saying, you know, Oren, it could be a it could be a, a sign.
6: Oh, okay, I'll, I'll take your word for that, then, guys.
5: I am often the man of people's dreams. <laughs> <laughs>
6: it does sound a bit similar to what you played on your
5: flute.
4: I've got an idea. Why don't you play it at me and see if the same thing happens to me?
5: Okie dokie. Just bear with me. I'm just going to look through my uh, bags here because it would be very unusual if I had it on straight away. <laughs> <laughs> that would be dramatically convenient. <laughs> it would be, wouldn't it? Uh, aha! Here we are. And I'll pull it out and I'll do a little.
4: Like <laughs> <Let>
3: the... <laughs> the countdown
5: theme tune, apparently. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Um, So, Juno, it's up to you whether or not you resist the effects of the spell or whether or not you, like, willingly follow the music, as it were.
4: Oh, yeah, I think she willingly follows the music.
2: In which case... Gaius, which direction would you like Juna
5: to walk? Not towards the fire that we have, so preferably if the fire is to the right, then she will go left.
2: How far can you move, Juna? Because you can move up to half your, your speed.
4: I can only move 25 feet, normally 12 and a half. I'm only so, little.
2: <laughs> yeah, half rounded down. So yeah, just over 10 feet, basically. You sort of shuffle over. It's a very nice tune that plays, but with Gaius finishing playing, the, the spell effect ends on you, Juna. Um, and Orin, the music in your head stops. I stopped. Uh, oh, that's good. I can't hear the music anymore. Oh. Oh, well done.
4: Juno has a listen in her head.
2: There was no music playing in there. Oh. That was weird.
4: Yeah.
5: Why, what's happened? Oh. No, I can't hear it anymore.
4: And I can't hear it either.
5: Guy? Can I hear anything? No. Nope, I can't hear anything. Well, that was a fun adventure. <laughs> we solved that puzzle.
3: <laughs> I'm Back
5: sure nothing else will come from this. <laughs> I guess uh, uh, we're coming to the end of our watch. And,
6: uh, okay, well, I'm up now anyway.
5: Nothing in the trees. Like now we've been talking for a while, DM. Can we just do another check to see if anything's coming? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone make mm. another
2: perception check. Oh, dear. Five. Twelve. Twelve. Eleven. No, between the three of you, you're quite happy that there's nothing out, out moving in the night. Juno is a little bit more distracted because she's just really listening out for like flute yeah, music. Yeah, for sure.
3: <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh, which obviously there isn't any, so she sort of doesn't really do a thorough check in that way. But yeah, no, you're quite happy that it's, it's of course, quite a peaceful night. If you all want to go back to sleep, for instance, like, hand over to the next watch.
4: Yeah, should I take over? I think maybe that's a good idea. See
6: if I'm up now anyway.
5: Yeah, just make sure that there's someone else with you there, just in case, you know, you hear that music again and just start walking towards me again. <laughs> 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 I mean, I don't mind being a, having a cuddle, but I just need that consent, you know? I need to be awake. <laughs> <laughs>
2: so if the others are resting, uh, are you, are you going to take watch alone or are you going to wake someone else up to join well,
6: you? Oh I think I'll take the advice that I should wake someone else up. Yeah. Let's, 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 let's go and wake up, Gwen.
0: Oh, <clears throat> Is it my turn already?
6: Uh yeah, if that's alright. Oh, yeah,
0: uh, no, no problem. Sorry, did I sleep too long or? No.
6: No. No, 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 you're fine. I just uh ooh, just I had a bit of a weird music moment in the middle of the night. That's all.
0: Oh, another one. Uh, Can you still hear it?
6: No, it stopped completely now. Uh the oh. guy played his pipe again and um and it
0: stopped. Ooh. That's strange.
4: Maybe we're in
6: tomorrow. (laughs) 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 What? (laughs) That's
0: very strange.
6: Um, Yeah, don't really understand, but uh, there we are. (laughs) Problem solved.
0: Mm, Maybe. I don't
6: know. I'm pretty confident.
0: (laughs) I mean, if that's what you want to think, Corinne, absolutely problem solved, but we potentially might need to look into it a little bit further. It's. Maybe it's some sort of glitch with the pipe or something. Maybe it just keeps playing even if nobody's playing it. I, I don't know.
6: Yeah. And I was the last person it was used on, so...
0: Did he use it on you again?
6: No, he used it on Juna. Oh.
0: Oh, well, maybe if Juna starts to be able to hear the music, then maybe that will give us some sort of clue as to what's going on there. Yeah. Yeah, she didn't seem to be
6: able to hear it, though,
0: so... huh? Do you think, um... Do you think Juna's asleep?
2: Uh, Look over
6: Juna. Does she look
2: asleep? After a short while, she's probably rested off a little bit. Juna, how asleep do you think you are?
0: Pretty asleep.
2: Pretty pretty asleep. She looks pretty asleep to me.
0: I was just wondering. I forgot to tell her about what her tea caddy does. And I was wondering if maybe we should put some things in there. Um, as a
7: surprise slash joke. <laughs> uh,
6: yeah? What What are you thinking? I'm not quite uh,
7: sure. Hmm.
0: Uh, leaves?
6: Leaves? I mean, that's arguably what's in there already.
0: <laughs> oh, y- tea leaves. Yes, of course. Um. Oh, ooh, 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 should we see if my spear fits in there?
6: Yeah. <gasps> okay. Yeah. Yeah. Like uh, Perry Moppins, one of those children's books that I read about.
0: Oh, I don't think I read that one.
6: Oh yeah, 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 it's a good one.
0: Oh yes, let's see, let's um.
6: She had a magical bag.
0: <laughs> let's take
3: something, something about from a spoonful everyone of medicine helps the sugar there. go down. But it didn't really make any sense, to be honest. But
0: <sighs> <sighs> oh, oh, you'll have, if we find a book about it, you'll have to tell me more about it. We would try and see if we can get hold of her tea caddy.
4: Yeah,
2: yeah, Gina, whereabouts have you kept it again? Just in your bags? Is it nearby?
4: Yeah, yeah. I think it's just like down by the side of her. I think Rwana is sort of snuggled up relatively near it.
2: Mm. Um, so if the two of you want to get close, I'm going to have to make a, make a stealth check.
0: Okay.
2: Are we both sneaking up?
0: Should we flip a coin to see which of us does it? Okay.
2: You
6: flip a coin.
0: Okay. I don't have one. I'm going to roll a dice. <laughs> I'm going to roll d d6. Okay. You're, uh, which do you want to be? Four to six. Four. So you're going, Orin. <laughs> okay.
6: You're- okay. Okay. Orin sneaks up. It was nearly a natural 20, but it's a two. <laughs> wow,
1: <laughs> that's so a, close. That's
2: a six for his stealth. It literally went, whoop, and then back onto two. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, so as you're sort of sneaking over, not only do you happen to step on one of the twigs near the fire so there is a loud crack, <laughs> uh, it also causes you to stumble over and you just catch yourself, but you, like, n- land on the box, push it slightly into Ruana, It sort of, like, hops <laughs> up, is awake and starts staring at you.
4: Uh, Ruana. Shh. She's borrowing this. Ruana just looks at them and does absolutely nothing.
3: <laughs> what form is Ruana but just, again? But
4: uh, she's an almirage at the moment, so like a oh, bunny yeah. with a unicorn horn, and she, she doesn't do anything. Her eyes just follow them. What they do?
6: I will slowly lift up the tea caddy. <laughs> slowly pull it away from Juno. <laughs> And then sneak back over to Gwen.
4: <laughs> <laughs> well done. I thought you were going to wake her up with that, but you did it really I'm well. I'm pretty stealthy. is still watching them from a distance, just literally just staring at them. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Gwen's got half an eye on Ruana, but just like, I'm sure we'll be fine. Shall we see if the spear fits in there? Yeah.
6: Okay. Try the spear.
0: So Gwendolyn opens it up, takes out the little tea shelf, and then starts trying to put the spear into there. Does it go in there?
2: The top end of the spear does. It probably gets about halfway in before it stops. How big roughly is this spear? Mm. In my head, I'm sort of picturing it being a couple of feet long.
0: Yeah, it is. It's pr- it's probably like five foot.
2: All oh, right. So yeah, probably about the first foot and a half, two foot gets in.
0: Mm. It's too big. Mm. (laughs) I suppose last time we went with tiny hammer And this time we've gone with something too big
6: Something that's too long, yeah, okay
0: Hmm. Um. What can we put in, what do we, what do we Oh, my bonnet, let's put my bonnet in (laughs) Oh, this isn't the practical joke I'd hoped it would be
4: (laughs) Ruana hops over, (laughs) keeps looking at them And just stands next to the caddy
5: Oh, yes (laughs)
0: there
6: you go. <laughs> Feel like I'm being watched. Hi,
3: Ruana.
0: <laughs> uh, ooh, look, another rabbit. Do you want to go in the caddy? <laughs> oh my god. But Tw- do you think can Ruana breathe?
2: I look at Ruana. <laughs> She breathing. She seems to be breathing like a normal she, animal would. Yeah, I think she breathes. Yeah,
0: I, I th- wonder if she breathes, and we put her in there, she might suffocate. I don't think we
5: should put I her into the, no. the
0: caddy. No. <laughs>
1: oh. <laughs>
0: I don't think Junea would be... Rowana
1: twice. Oh my gosh. <laughs> can you
3: imagine?
0: Juna's got a good sense of humour, but I don't think she'd be happy if we suffocated no. Rowana.
1: I don't uh, think so.
6: No. Um, um, I wonder if I can fit this rope in there.
2: Oh, yes, do that.
6: <laughs> I'll plant 50 foot of rope and just start feeding it into the tin.
2: <laughs> yeah, again, uh, so probably about sort of 30 foot of rope ends up in there before it starts like dropping in. Okay. Um maybe that's funny is that funny <laughs>
3: yeah
0: can you just chop off the end bit make it 30 foot instead uh,
6: I kind of like my rope
0: yeah just leave it hanging out and then when okay. Juno, like goes to open it she'll be like oh this, uh, oh this must be a small rope and then she'll be like oh no it's a really long rope it'll be such larks
7: <laughs> Orin and Gwen the worst practical jokers ever <laughs>
6: I don't think Orin's ever done practical jokes
3: oh,
6: oh, oh. <laughs> I will tiptoe back with the tea caddy
2: and 20 foot of rope hanging out the front <laughs> cool. and put it back
0: Nice work Orin <laughs> Thanks
2: The rest of your watch goes by uh, much less eventfully the whole time you're sort of with one end of the rope in your hand ready for something to happen <laughs> ready for Judith to wake up <laughs> are, are either of you gonna swap over uh to wake enkidu up or are you just both gonna like plow through to the morning
0: you know i feel like i could do with a little bit of extra sleep so if you don't mind waking up enkidu
2: okay we'll wake up enkidu
0: i'm going to sleep before he wakes up okay bye
5: Make sure when you wake him up you take five feet back and poke him with a long stick. <laughs> <laughs> I will I will wake up and keep it,
1: oh, is it still dark. Yeah, I, I thought we thought you could take a quick watch if you don't mind. Yeah, sure. You get some sleep. Uh, Anything interesting happen? <laughs> No.
6: Oh, wait, no, there was some music. Um. (laughs) Music? Are there people nearby? But there wasn't anything with a tea caddy. Tea caddy? Nope. What if you...
7: And Gwendolyn is just sniggering into her pillow, but pretending to be asleep. <laughs>
1: okay.
6: But there was some weird music. I heard some music, and it woke me up. And then Garth played his flute. And then Juno heard the music. And then the music stopped. And now no one can hear the music. Can you hear the music?
1: Can I hear the music?
2: Make a perception check. What? Oh, uh, David! Stop with
5: the cryptic-ness-ness 17. It's just
0: your face, David. Yeah.
5: Yeah. David,
4: just before we started recording, nothing dramatics going to happen tonight. Know, yeah. None of us. Oh,
3: believe
1: him. <laughs> yeah, 17.
2: No, nope, you can't hear any music. Oh, no, I,
1: I don't hear anything. Just, right, just the it's trees. definitely stopped then. Right.
2: Okay. I'm going to go to
6: bed then. Do you want the dragon for company? Sure. Okay.
4: Ruana hops up onto Enkidu's lap as oh. if to say, I'm still yeah. here, mate.
6: <laughs> <laughs> it looks like you've got company enough then. Well, I've got plenty now. I right. see you in the morning. Yeah, you get uh,
2: some rest. Falls asleep. So, Enkidu, is you're sort of left there with, with Ruana sat in your lap. Are you doing anything whilst you're, whilst you're waiting for the sun to rise? Can Ramon?
1: Oh, Ramon, I can only speak to Juno. Um, mm. But I still speak just to speak, like just general chit-chat with her.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: That's a I'm going to draw image. Image. that
0: so much. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah.
6: Little unicorn bunny. <laughs> yeah.
2: I kind of imagine that you're sat there like cross-legged, just like idly. Yeah. Just yeah.
1: Yeah. cradle it in my, in my, in my <laughs>
2: Yeah yeah.
1: I think
4: as well Ruwan is quite like happy to be handled by Enkidu as well.
5: Is it one of those things as well where like um Enkidu does his coat up a little bit so her head's just poking out of his coat? Oh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's so cute. This fearsome warrior is just like
3: yeah. <laughs> 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 oh.
2: Cool, in which case can you just make another perception check for like keeping watch?
1: that's an 18
2: an 18 toward the end of the night as as sort of morning is is getting nearer and it's it's brightening a little bit but the sun hasn't quite risen in the nearby road like you start to see a few more travellers passing by basically the kind of people who've woken up to get to the next town just that little bit earlier none of them look dangerous they just look like normal traders and sort of caravan type people Mm -hmm. Um, maybe a few farmers sort of passing through Uh, but apart from that it's it's a very peaceful morning as the sun rises
3: okay.
2: eventually everybody wakes up start to gather your things i don't know what you're doing for breakfast
4: there's a piece of rope hanging out of my caddy guy <laughs> and gwen and Orin who are <laughs> sleeping by me
1: um oh. this is very
4: weird does anyone know anything oh. about this
1: narrow my eyes are in like, mm, nothing about a tea caddy <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh, oh it, it can't be a very long piece of rope Juno if it fits in your tea caddy
4: no because it's <laughs> a very small
6: tea caddy
0: <laughs> Jerry takes small. the lid off the caddy
4: and just sort of like pulls at the rope pulls at the rope pulls at the rope pulls at the rope someone looks around and keeps pulling at the rope well,
5: well, Oh, well done that's a great trick <laughs> i love magic
4: and then as the end of the rope comes out and i look into the caddy can i just see the tea
2: so the the tea is on it's like its own little shelf that you've had to like take out of the way okay but it just looks like the caddy the inside of the caddy is it as it was. Just a little wooden box, essentially.
0: Oh, that was weird. Surprise! <laughs> what? It's bigger on the inside. Oh, no.
6: Yeah.
0: Is it a magic caddy? We discovered it, yeah. <gasps> yeah, oh, it's my a magic caddy. Goodness! You can put things so, in there. Oh, you yes, can
6: put orin... a hammer in there. Yeah. 30 foot of rope. <laughs> you can't put a spear.
0: You can't put a spear, no. No, orin has got a new thing where he can identify... What is it? Identify object oh, or and he uh, was able to look at exactly yeah. what it can do.
4: Well, that's yeah,
6: good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I found out. Um I found out what it was designed to do. So, hmm. it can hold about 10 different things. That's not cool. just not just tea bags, yeah. It's pretty cool.
4: <laughs> things it's bigger than amazing. tea bags. Yeah. Ruana hops next to the caddy and Juno picks her up by the horn drops her in the caddy, she oh disappears, and then she just bounces oh no. back out.
3: <laughs> oh. put the on?
4: <laughs> Well, Gwen, thank you so much. That is I mean, I was pleased with the caddy and the company. This is amazing. If anyone needs me to hold anything
0: and just think of how much tea you can keep in it now. Well, quite. Anyone want a cup? Oh,
2: yes, please. <laughs> what is this podcast? <laughs> <laughs>
6: is this not what you had in mind when you devised the d box
2: (laughs) (laughs) it's that sort of moment where yeah you you just look at yourself from the outside and go we're talking about a tea box
3: (laughs) (laughs) a magic tea box
4: yeah (laughs) oh love it (laughs) <laughs> Would um, anyone like a cup of tea with breakfast? Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Yes,
2: and Kidu, can you make a quick intelligence check, please? Okay. I'm going to give you advantage on this.
1: Good, because I have minus one to my intelligence.
2: So
1: <laughs> yeah, oh, wow. Natural 20 on
2: one of them. <gasps> natural 20. <gasps> so Whilst you haven't necessarily seen a tea caddy of holding in this way, as the suspicion is in you, you are very well aware that if, a creature were to be kept in that box it would suffocate and die <laughs> you've heard of tales of like normal bags of holding being used in that way oh gosh and so like there is that slight fear of like oh maybe don't put the bunny rabbit in there
1: <laughs> <laughs> Setthorn, i've noticed in a few days we've had rowana in this form in our company like she stays around flies around or perches around she doesn't Disappear into another dimension, like my weapons do. Does she?
4: She's quite new, so uh, I'm I'm still sort of trying to get to grips with uh, how it all works and and how she sort of come to me. So I, I guess I could try, but I'm not really sure. I'm I'm still sort of learning about it.
1: Okay. Well, I've heard tales from my studies about interdimensional pockets and stuff. Like a a bag of holding is a is a famous item, and mm. uh, it's a little space for storing things. And in this plane, of space you creatures or people that find themselves wound up inside tend to not be able to come back and die inside. It's not. Habitable.
4: Does he say this before I put the bunny in the caddy or after? <laughs> after.
1: <laughs> after yeah. like, so
2: uh, is
4: Ruana yeah. gone?
2: No, no, no. <laughs> oh, so okay. <laughs> there is an amount of air in there and it's only about 5 minutes.
4: Oh okay, yeah, literally she just went in and bounced by Like oh. she
2: went in, popped out, exactly. Yeah. Like yeah. so it's fine for that.
4: Oh, and Kidu, thank you for telling me. Oh, and she clutches onto Ruwana. I'm so sorry, Ruana. Oh my goodness, I won't be doing that again. That's it's very good to know. Gwendolyn gives Orin a look like uh.
3: are <laughs> <laughs> you doing? All right. That
6: could have backfired. <laughs> <laughs> Surprise! We've killed your <laughs> <laughs> oh my
2: god! Once you've all had breakfast, you've all had tea, you set off again uh, the next day. The The sun is beating down today. It's it's quite a bit warmer than it was. Just a nice change. But at the same time, after after about an hour or so, you're, you're all starting to get a little bit sway. It's a bit gross. For the rest of this day's journey, are you doing anything? Chatting about anything? Looking looking for anything in particular? Mm
0: general chatter I think Gwendolyn's just feeling a bit more like light of heart at the moment and just being out in the open air and just chatting idly to everyone yeah. I think June is sort of like after they've been walking for
4: a bit sort of to the group says um, so when when we were in the table room I I was Enkidu for a moment I was Orin for a moment I just was wondering um, no one had any M- memories of
5: of me? Did they?
6: Uh, I, I was in. I saw a little bit of guy.
5: Oh, that's good.
4: Yeah, I
1: saw Gwendolyn.
5: Oh yeah, you were mentioning about that. Uh, yeah, actually, uh, Juno, I think I recognized you. Oh really? Yeah. Oh. Uh, nothing, nothing, nothing scary. Don't worry. You were just by a canal somewhere, like twiddling your toes and dangling them and such. And uh, you had a letter in your hand, and uh, I didn't know who it was, who sent you the letter. He does know, but he's just trying to keep that quiet. (laughs) But uh, yeah, you just playing with this letter while dangling your feet around a canal.
4: It wasn't, it just was a normal letter.
5: Yep. It could have been a bank statement. Could have been anything about your your housing. (laughs) Uh, Probably (laughs)
4: something like that. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That's a thank you. That's, it's been playing on my mind. It's a bit unsettling knowing that someone might know something about your past that you don't know about.
5: DM, can I just um, see, see how worried was she when like, was it like a thought of like an embarrassment or was it like an absolute like shame?
3: Mm.
5: Ooh, make an insight check. Ooh. I roll a 13 plus my five, which gives me 18.
3: Oh.
2: Juno. it's up to you how it is or whether or not you're playing it up. If you are playing it up in some way, you're welcome to make either like a performance or a deception or even a persuasion no
4: I, d- I, think, I think she like underneath it uh, I think you know that there's something in her past that she really doesn't want anyone to know
5: is it coming from like shame or is it coming from Not guilt from or embarrassment
4: sh- No, nope, it's just more like it's something that she just doesn't want anyone to know mm, okay almost like if if you knew she'd be letting someone down I think
5: uh, okay would mm. that be
4: right, David?
5: <laughs> yeah, 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 kind of. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think so.
4: It's like a fear of a secret coming out, but not like any kind of shame or guilt or emotional secret. Mm. It's more like knowledge, I guess.
5: Okay, okay.
4: That's a relief. Thank you, Guy. That's put me at rest.
5: Yeah, don't worry about it. Didn't see anything about the letter or whatever. Looked nice though. Hmm. Looked like you were pleased to receive it. Is all I could say. So, uh, hey, might oh, have been a good yes. bank statement. Might have been the roses giving <laughs> you your, your paycheck at the end of the month. Is all as far as I know. The who? The roses.
0: <laughs> My family.
5: Oh
4: I've <laughs> I've received a lot of good letters from friends. Yeah. Might be one of those.
5: Ah, nice. You got friends all over the all over the continent, all over Dravain or from a further afar?
4: Acquaintances from from around the place. Yeah. I've I've travelled a fair
0: bit, yeah.
5: Where's been the coolest place you've travelled?
0: Yeah. Mm, It sounds like a dating
5: uh, question. (laughs) (laughs) Like
0: the first thing somebody asks you on a dating profile. What's
4: the coolest (laughs)
5: place
3: you've
0: travelled?
5: My second question, Junior, is describe your perfect date.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Well, you already know that. It's a nice cup of tea in front of the fire. (laughs) Um, I must must admit, the place I spent the longest was Splinter Falls, which is the place where I think we might get some answers to Enkidu Kai. But... What what is what is
6: Splinter Falls?
4: I've heard you talk about that before. Hmm.
6: Yeah,
3: Splinter Falls it it's
4: a it's a city of essentially mostly wizards. Uh, there's a, a lot of oh. lot of magic research goes on there, and a, a lot of magic that's allowed. A lot of um, playing with it and and discovering it. And I I think it's it's a very interesting place. There's lots of lots of uh, diversity and different people there. It's very very busy, very bustling. So it's right. a quite a wonderful place. And
2: where is it? Vicky looks at her map. <laughs> I'm looking at her <laughs>
3: map right now. I can't oh, find
4: it. It's, <laughs>
2: in, it's in Mirath.
4: It is, yeah, yes. Yes, it is in Mirath. I know that.
2: Yeah.
4: <laughs> it's in Mirath.
2: Oh, it's not in Dravain.
4: It's not in Dravain, no.
2: Uh, Orange
1: ears perk up.
6: <laughs> it's in
4: Mirath. Would, would anyone be interested in hearing the story of the woodworker? <laughs>
1: <Go> <laughs> of course. On. I'd be. Yeah. I'm always in the mood for a good story. <laughs> Yes, I'd love to hear the story of the woodworker. What?
4: <laughs> when you know this story, I told it to you when you were younger. Oh, yes. Oh, Juna's stories are
5: the best. Yeah. Oh, well, then, is... In that case, maybe Gwen should recite it then. <laughs> oh, it's much
7: better when Juna Gwen. tells it.
3: <laughs>
5: <laughs> so
7: oh, hello. There it is. It exists.
1: <laughs> this is
7: amazing. Stories to travel by
0: with Juna Setthorn. Yes. <laughs> Um, <laughs> I
6: thought this was a guided meditation podcast but is this a short story <laughs> podcast?
4: <laughs>
0: <laughs> so this is, this
4: is a story that they, that they tell in Mirath don't, don't they TM?
2: So I've heard
4: <laughs> <laughs> So <laughs> there once lived a woodworker in Splinter Falls where magic and people and the smell of excitement fill the air upon looking at him in amongst the excitement you would never notice anything out of the usual about the woodworker He worked hard and made the most beautiful carved objects, furniture, toys and even staff and sticks. But what no one knew is that the woodworker was a wizard, and in every object he made, he buried deep in the centre of it some magic. Not much, but enough that if the owner of it needed it, they could draw it out with pure intentions. And here the woodworker lived his whole life and grew old, with no one knowing his true calling. Content that he had changed the lives of those who needed it most, and I those are the type that of people one. you find in Splinter Falls. Yeah, you loved that as a kid, didn't you, Gwen? Mm, yes. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> I always thought that maybe my wooden toys might come to life, just like in that story. Like maybe that that he had made maybe my wooden train set. Trains don't exist. What am I talking about? Uh, my <laughs> my wooden cup and ball. Uh, maybe he, that would come to life in some way silly things it's the silliest wow. things that can be the most magic <laughs> huh.
6: okay is that so is that a story you heard in splinter, splinter falls? falls yes so are you are you from splinter falls June? no
4: i just spent some time there It splinter falls is where i met eric who brought me over to drevane and introduced me to the rose family oh right hmm. eric's great fun Oh, he's, he's a very nice man,
0: yes. Makes the best strawberry daiquiris around.
3: <laughs>
5: <laughs> so just so I'm aware, um, the continent that we're on, David, it's mm. Dravene is at the bottom. It's like a peninsula, mm. isn't it? Where Dravane's mm. at the bottom, Ailish is the one that connects it to the mainland continent. Mm-hmm. And then above that is like a few
2: other nations, and one of them is Mirath. Am I right? Sul-Mirath. So You're down in Gervain, and then if you follow just the land northward, yeah, uh, you'd pass through Aeland. To the north of that is Sul-Mirath, which is a fairly new nation in in the scheme of things. And then above that is Mirath. Oh, not- so Mirath
0: isn't on the map that we've seen.
2: It's not no. on the map that you've got. <gasps> no. Whoa! It is beyond beyond the map there there be monsters.
6: Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, so you spent a lot of time in Morath.
4: Yeah, in in Splinterfall specifically. I, as you know, I'm a fan of magic, so I went there and just lived there for a bit. Wow. I lived a bit of a nomadic life, truth be told. Huh. Nomadic. Oh!
3: No, no, no. I didn't even <laughs> mean to <a bone. laughs> oh, oh do that. I thought that you did that on
1: purpose. She... No, I
3: did Oh my gosh! <laughs> that's
4: insane. Like, oh I wish I'd thought of that, but no. Well done, Grace. <laughs> <laughs> but, but no,
6: that's oh, cracking. No, no, that crackin is. So you just you just ended up in Marath?
4: I did. Do you know Marath, Orin?
6: No, I've never been. Well, no. That's a fucking lie. Um, (laughs) What? I didn't even
5: need to inside check that shit. (laughs) We didn't learn it. it.
6: (laughs) Um, (laughs) I don't remember much about it. Oh, Oh, when were you there? Well, uh, well, I I think I was born there.
5: Were you indeed? Yeah. I, I thought you were from the south. Yeah. Yeah, it's
6: quite
1: a, quite
5: a distance.
6: Where I grew up, or some of the time, anyway. Uh, but yeah, that's not where I'm from originally.
1: Yeah. Oh. That's quite. The, it's quite the journey well, there, I reckon. Yeah. The yeah, far reaches of the say. continent to the Warden Isles.
0: Oh, I'm not particularly well travelled. I think the rest of you, though.
1: No, oh. I'm not. <laughs> no, neither am I. To be honest.
4: Do you know what took you south, Orin? Or do you not remember that?
1: Uh, a boat. A I do you meant that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you sailed around the continent to get to the Words and Isles. What? Yeah.
6: Well, I mean, I wasn't the one sailing. No, of course. But.
4: yeah, I can't if it's a baby Orin sailing a boat. <laughs>
1: Like Moses, a <laughs> oh,
2: genius but, oh. started at a young age with Orin when he learned <laughs> to <laughs> sail at the age he of built three. His first boat, age four. <laughs> oh.
5: uh, Look, it's a sailing vessel. Ah, of course. What took you to the Woden Islands then? If you weren't, uh, if you weren't originally from there.
1: Guy, uh, no, I shouldn't presume.
5: What? what? Eh? Huh?
1: No. I'll let I'll let Orin tell his tale when he's ready.
5: Oh, sorry. Was I presumptuous?
1: No, I I was presumptuous.
5: Oh, what? Okay. Uh, hey, Orin. Yeah, sorry about that. Uh, yeah, who, who, whose business is it of mine?
6: Yeah. Well, I uh, I don't think it was for the reason that you think it was, in Enkidu. I know lots of people get transported to the Woden because of something they've done, but uh, I I I was just um yeah. I was just sort of taken there from where I was before. I was only I was only young. Taken? Yeah. Kind of, I guess. Yeah.
0: Do you know who by? Yeah. Who? Is it somebody you like or
6: Well it wasn't an individual. No, I was I was, I was well um ben's getting his
4: notes <laughs> <laughs> i'm really
2: enjoying you um,
4: um and get your notes out at the same uh, time me just really
2: Yeah, <laughs> this just a lot of my, my backstory yeah
6: yeah <laughs> so it's just uh so let me just read from page two <laughs>
2: <laughs> the chronicles of warren
6: the chronicles of warren <laughs> it I was i was kind of in a, a place i was uh i was in the mercy lands before I guess kind of getting looked after sort of by by like the disciples of Tuvir, you know, well, I guess like, I guess it's an orphanage, I suppose.
4: The disciples then... of Tuvir, David, do any of us know what that is
2: or is mm. that? Um, you'd know the name Tuvir. He's one of the four gods. Oh. The god of law and justice, but also war.
5: Is it like the equivalent of like an orphanage being named after a saint? Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Type of a thing. Mm-hmm. Like, okay. yeah. Or like a religious institution running an orphanage. Okay.
6: Yeah. 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 So I, I, I guess I was about, I was probably about eight or something when we got taken. uh Well, some of us were taken from, from the Mercylands down to the Wodenals. That's how I ended up down there. Yeah. So not really through my choice.
4: But you're from Marath? Yeah. That makes a lot of sense.
6: Hmm. Really? Does it? Mm. Why? What do you mean?
4: I think you're the type of person that would live around that sort of place. You're intelligent. You've got knowledge of magic.
5: Yeah. Mm. Would you ever want to go back?
4: Yeah. Definitely.
6: I think... That's one of the reasons why I wanted to go. Well, I was keen to go north when we were picking which way we were going to go. It seemed like it was heading in in that sort of direction. It's it's sort of why I set off from from the Woden Kind of wanted to find out a bit more about where I'm from
1: and what it's like. So you were travelling north when you got yeah. to the Lockhart Woods.
4: Yeah, oh. yeah. Well, it's a good job we're heading that way, isn't it? Yeah
6: yeah no it works works out well. I feel like I am my heading north I'm heading in the right direction
1: yeah so um, no, I have a question, but I think I'll save it for later. what it's okay. It's not a pressing matter.
5: I'm just gonna lean over to Gwendolyn and just be like, I love it when he does this. The ellipses always leaves me in suspense
3: <laughs>
5: <laughs> it's like it's like it's like a, um like one of those like uh candies that you just suck on all day like whoa what's gonna happen <laughs> <laughs> certainly
0: intriguing oh,
5: uh, the rest of the day um, it David
2: regrets
4: asking what you're chatting about on your journey yeah, <laughs> know,
2: it's alright all most of that will be cut out so <laughs> <laughs> no it won't I'm editing this episode <laughs> everybody else and then it just gets to Orin like. <laughs> it's just a
3: whole Orin so episode guys,
2: yeah. let me begin on page one
3: <laughs> yeah so
2: the uh, the rest of the days journey is is again quite quite calm quite quite nice you chat to a few traders just to check that you're heading in the right direction as you go and again they say Ross hall the next town over is is about sort of another day's walk away by the evening you park yourselves up again find a, a nice collection of low bushes that you can sort of seclude yourselves in, tie Bessie too. I said Bessie, oh yes, please. Bessie's still there. Good. Yes. Bessie's still with you, don't worry. Yes. we just with left you. her at where we were
6: this morning. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I feel like we had something else. <laughs> <laughs> Gaia's running off again. Bessie, Bessie! <laughs> but by the time um, evening comes, who's on watch first?
3: Um,
2: I'll go. Uh, I'll go with Enkidu then. Enkidu and Ori? The uh, two of you make a perception check for
1: me. 19? 12? 12.
2: 12. Whilst the two of you are sort of getting settled, you notice that Juna <gasps> stands up from where she's sleeping, still eyes closed, still passed out, shuffles away over to where Gaius is lying down, and sort of stands about 10 feet away from him. Oren, can you make a charisma saving throw, please?
6: Oh, oh! But I'm not
2: charismatic. <laughs> 13. 13. Yeah, so the music's back in your head again. And you can feel yourself walking slowly to stand next to Juno, And as soon as you're stood there, you feel a little bit drowsy. The music sort of drops down a little bit, and you just get this overwhelming urge to just watch Gaius. The fuck? <laughs> Gaius I is I a I can't to watch I
3: cast yeah, Juno's still asleep, and obviously, no, no, Enkidu, you can't asleep, hear right? any music.
2: Yeah, Gaius yeah. is asleep, Juna's asleep, Orin is awake but has been pulled over, and Enkidu, you're awake staring at this whole situation.
1: So I cast Mage Hand, and mm-hmm. I'd use it to, to tap Juno on the head to try and, like, just get her to wake up. Like, Juno, yeah.
2: Juno, wake up, I need, I need some help. And it does, Juno. like, you feel like a tapping on, on your head. You wake up to see the scaled Mage Hand of, of Enkidu. <gasps> oh. Oh, and you
4: huh. need to control your hand.
1: Stop! Don't move. Look! Look where uh, you are. wait,
4: where?
1: What? Why? What? What? Look, you're both doing it. You, you, you sleepwalking, and and Orin, Orin's awake, and he's 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 doing it. And, 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 I have no idea what this is. This is very strange.
4: Oh dear, is Oren, like compassmentis?
1: Yeah, he's uh, he's yeah. in
2: control of himself. It's okay. just This this urge to. To stand near Gaius and watch him.
4: Orin, at least we know yeah. that it is that
2: flute. <laughs> well, hang on, I'm, I'm in the middle of something. What? Uh, and, Juno, as you're stood there, you can th- hear that, music, that same music just sort of like drifting in the back of your head as well.
4: Oh, I I hear what you heard, Orin. Can you hear it now?
2: Yes. I assume. Can I? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's quite quiet, but it's there.
6: It's definitely there.
1: Right. What well, is. Does... Can you. Orin. Yeah. If. I were to ask you to try and hum this sound. Could you could you do it accurately?
4: Yes, Orin. Please do. Yeah. <laughs>
6: <laughs> I definitely can. I suspect it's not been composed yet though.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Now's your time then.
0: <laughs> do you do David's work for him?
2: Yeah, please. <laughs> well, hang on, hang on. i I'll, I'll do what I did
6: yesterday. <laughs> Can I stop staring at Guy, or am I compelled to continue to stare at Guy? You're
2: not. It's not like a your compulsion. It's just like a like a really strong urge. That's that's just what you want to do. But like you you can you can walk away and do other stuff. But like as soon as you've sort of reached standing near him, that's that's that. all really that you want is just to, is to watch him. Okay, Junior,
6: Junior, give me the lid of your tea. Kelly, a sec. Mm-hmm.
4: There you go.
2: And I'll I'll do what I did the night before.
6: I'll put my pen on it and I'll I'll use my magical tinkering to play the sound that I'm hearing in my head on. <sighs> On the lid of the tea caddy again. Right.
2: Yeah, well nice. And yeah, this sort of like Got flute out of music. That one, guys? <laughs> sort of <laughs> whispers out. Um, and in Kidu, it it's essentially that same tune that that uh, Gaius has played on the flute a few times. Right.
1: Huh. Sounds like that? It sounds like that. I'm good. This is great. I'm, I'm going to wake up, Gaius. Yeah,
2: and Gaius, obviously, you wake up to, to see Junet and Oren staring at you, and in Kido, sort of shaking you in a worried way.
5: Guys,
3: right? Hey, guy. What's going on?
1: I think you need to. um, I think you might have a hold on Miss and Orin with the flute. I don't know if you can break it by playing this song again. I don't. I really don't know. Trying anything here?
2: My flute. Yeah,
1: they they can hear the flute when they sleep and they're sleepwalking, standing over you. It's very strange. I'm not sleepwalking.
5: Yeah, oh, okay. Oh, this is still going on. Uh. uh sure. Okay, so I, I play the flute, right? In kilo, that's what you want me to do?
1: Um. Yeah, please. Actually, hang on a second. I'm going to grab some leaves and just stick them in my ears. All right, I'm ready. <laughs>
5: <laughs> Okie okay, dokie. Okay. And I will play a different tune from the other night. Mm-hmm.
2: So in Juno and Orin's head, the tune changes, first of all, to match what it is that Gaius is playing. And when he finishes playing, it's gone from inside of your head. Mm. How do you feel? Oh, right,
6: there we go.
4: It's, it's gone? Yeah. Is that like it happened to you last night, Oren? Yeah. When he finished playing, it, it it disappeared.
6: It just went, I just couldn't hear it anymore, yeah.
5: Okay, so that's weird. So, like, is this going to happen tomorrow night as well? Yeah. Uh,
6: maybe. I mean, maybe you shouldn't make anyone else do anything with that flute until we figure this one out, because you've made me and Juna walk somewhere, and now we're both wandering around in the middle of the night looking at you. Uh,
5: yeah. Uh, Oren, you said... Sorry, I'm a little bit still in sleepy land. Uh, Oren, you said that you uh, could identify stuff, right? Yeah. As in, if I give you yeah. something then you'll like be able to, uh, to work, out work out what, what, it what it does. Yeah. 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 Do you want to give it a go?
6: Oh, Yeah, absolutely. I've been... Oh, great. I've been hoping there was another thing I could identify, yeah. He'll sit down. He'll pull out the pearl spend 10 minutes filling with his goggles attaching the pearl back into its into its place click it into place and then uh, look through the goggles at the flute yeah
2: um, and as you're sort of staring at it first of all it's, it gives off a strong enchantment uh, aura and as you're sort of looking at it it's like striped woods and sort of you turn it around a few times in your hand and like through the through the little pearl there's loads of loads of those same like little scribbles of, of as if you're making notes about it yourself sort of filtering through and beyond what you know that it does, that it enchants people to walk half their speed away, no new information comes up. Mm, nope. There you go. That's, uh, that's all I can find out is that
6: it, it, it does the walking thing. Uh, nothing in there about any side effects that I can see.
5: Okay. So you you hear the music of my flute, but it's not about my flute. Yeah.
4: Maybe it's about Guy.
1: Yeah, guys. Well, are you sleeping soundly? No funny dreams or anything like that. DM. Yeah, you're sleeping
5: fine. Yeah, I'm sleeping perfectly fine.
6: I wonder. I wonder if it is the flute or it's you. Maybe next time we sleep, you shouldn't sleep near the flute. Uh, okay. Maybe we cool. should put the flute somewhere different. Right, you can
5: I'll put it in the caddy. Put it in the caddy. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. I'll put it in, put it in the caddy if it fits. Does Good it idea. fit? Yeah, the flute fits. Okay, I'll just make sure I'm on the other side of the fire from the caddy.
2: Yeah, it's uh, sort of you lay down, sort of put the flute in the caddy, mm. put that to one side. You go and lie down on the other side. You just hear an ear-piercing pipe flute in your head, Gaius. What? Ow, mm. ow, 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 And then it, pl- it starts playing really, really loudly, just really annoying tunes. Just re ah, just like bloody going for it. Hell? Loads of, loads of little, little... Fiddles and ble- What? Just really annoying. Oh, ah, Really ah, annoying.
5: Ah, ow, ow, What's wrong? ow what? I hear flutes. What? Flutes. Ow. Get out. Ow. What, it's uh, nice. Yeah. Ginny, 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 God, get the flute out of the box. Get the flute out of the box. I'm
4: going to get the flute out of the box and give it, him.
2: And as soon as it's back in your hand, guys, the music stops.
4: Oh,
1: <sighs> okay. Oh. I. You right? I have no idea.
5: And Keita, what the hell thing. is this thing that you got me?
1: I did The the guy said it was a special <laughs> flute. I had no, it, it would just charm people, make a move. That's all he said. Well, who was this guy? Yeah, who did he buy it from? Just a guy. He was just the guy in the shop. I thought he was trying to bring me Lynn off about from the price some of the this flute.
2: Shouting, you probably would have woken up.
0: Yeah. Right. yeah I was <laughs> yeah.
1: wondering if she was awake <laughs> from, or not. From guys what? screaming. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: What is going on? What? We have why, a demon you- flute in
1: our possession. We don't know. What the hell this bloody thing is? Oh A my demon god! In my demon flute. flute. I don't know why. Why did it start screaming? Like as soon as we sealed it away, could we hear it screaming, or could only Guy hear it screaming? Just Gaius. Just Guy. Yeah. Right. As
5: soon as I started like fo- like trying to fall asleep and it was in the box, and suddenly it was it was playing, but it was playing in my head, and it was really high pitched and really loud, like it was trying to get my attention or in pain or I don't know. I don't know.
0: Oh, well, like it's a living thing. Like, yeah. like Kenkiti was saying, like if we'd put something in it, would suffocate. Maybe there's something living inside your flute. Yeah, oh. No. Okay.
5: I, I drop the flute <sighs> and I back oh, away. Shit. Oh my god. <laughs> 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 the
2: further you back away, that louder, the louder that noise, noise starts distance. in your head, Gaia. <laughs>
5: <laughs>
3: What?
2: What? Oh, i done oh.
5: it again. I take one step forward.
2: Okay, get near the flute, get near the flute. It gets, quiet, it gets quieter the closer you are to it. Okay,
5: oh okay, I can hear the flute. Ooh. Listen, Mr. Flute, I really appreciate this, but uh, guys, help me out here. I don't know what to do. Um, um.
0: Well, maybe maybe it, it's possessing you Some Is there a way that we could could talk to it? Could, I I don't know. What's the flute made of? Is it metal? Is it wooden? It's
2: just Wood. Wood. It's wooden. It's um, it's like striped, sort of a paler wood and then a darker wood. So it's got a nice pattern to it, mm-hmm. but it is just wood. It's
0: just wood. Gwendolyn's uh, uh... looking in through the little holes to see.
2: Mm. <laughs> is there a tiny creature <laughs> living tiny... inside it? Not a tiny <laughs> demon creature as far as you can see. Mm. No, a tiny From my assessment, with a Gaius,
0: <laughs> I can't see a demon in there. She hands it back.
5: Okay. Okay. I don't know what to do, guys. It's like a uh, flute really yeah. wants me to keep it. Mm, may I see it oh. for a second? Yeah, go for it. I'll throw him the flute.
1: Does anything happen when he hands it over? No. Okay. <sighs> what if I turn this into a pact weapon? Like I form a pact. It will take me an hour. What? What? If I form a pact with this thing, I can seal it away inside this interdimensional space. What? and uh, if it's but hang on, maybe it's that going to be different me, to it being in the box maybe speak to it if it's alive now, Hang
5: on baby like we don't want you to do anything with respect like you've already got enough voices in your head already
1: yeah, so what's one more.
5: <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, I appreciate that, but you know, you know,
1: I suppose they
6: might have musical accompaniment that way.
5: <laughs> yeah, that's true.
0: But what if it doesn't like being a packed weapon and it just like keeps on making a higher and a higher pitched noise until guy's brain falls out of his ears? Oh my then god. I
1: break the pact, and then that's it. It's over. It, it takes you, less than a it second to. It goes into an, break an extra
6: dimensional space. Did you say? Yeah. I don't know where but this isn't thing, that thing is. What you Wait, said. Insanely. Go on. About the bag of holding, like the caddy of holding, that's an extra Dimensional space as well, wasn't it?
1: I don't know what this is compared to what the caddy is. So I I don't know Mm. if I see it inside my spirit or whatever that it can survive in there because there are people in there.
0: Well, Maybe they can, like you say, maybe they can talk. I mean, if you can break the pact, then maybe it's worth trying so long as it doesn't hurt Guy.
5: Hey, Kido, how much did you pay for this?
1: 80 gold coins.
5: Okay, that's quite an expensive flute.
1: It was a lot. He was asking for a lot more. Wow.
5: Okay. I am so grateful for this moonweaver festival gift, but if this thing is starting to become like, you know, hurting me a lot and potentially could kill me, why don't we just kill it?
3: <laughs> <laughs> Break That's
1: it. also an option. But if this thing is alive, maybe, I don't know, it could help us or I don't know. But what, what do you want to do, Guy? This is affecting you the most.
5: I don't want it to hurt you. And I don't think it if it. Get broken, then I don't think it would possibly exist. Maybe let's just smash the damn thing.
3: Uh,
0: what if smashing everyone? it lets what's ever trapped inside there out into oh, the world?
5: fudge me.
1: What if it's a oh, go on, go the on, DM on, is um, got a
5: snigger on his face. This could be a
1: phylactery. Yeah. emerges.
5: Oh, Kral, we have no idea. You had a I musical mean, side. Fix flute. <laughs> damn, I did not think of that. Uh, what mm. if we if well, we have okay, to break okay. it then oh. well okay I mean
6: you could try breaking it but we maybe we need to be prepared to deal if something comes out of it but mm. um
5: okay that's that's, that's uh, plan B okay well, what, what, what Enkidu's suggesting is plan A yeah
0: uh, yeah okay. Enkidu says he can break it straight away if it's hurting you guy and and what if it hurts you Enkidu though
1: we'll have to take a chance we can't have people sleepwalking every night no as it's been so far doing god knows what else <sighs> It will take an hour. We'll have an answer in an hour. Okay. 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 Miss Epthom, can I have Rwana for company?
4: Of course. Rwana hops back into Enkidu's arms.
1: Okay. I sit cross-legged, palms in my in my lap with the flute, and I begin the ritual of forming a pact with the flute.
2: Mm-hmm. Have you ever performed this, like, right before
1: in the same way? I, think. Um, I have did to do it every do it? day with... Before I got the level three feature, I did it with the scimitar. But yeah. it swaps sometimes. Yeah, okay. so, so yeah, some you know, yeah. yeah. So you sit there
2: trying to attune yourself to the flute to try and like bring it into that inner space within you. Unlike with the sword, you get the sense that it's not that it's resisting, but it's just not having the same kind of effect. And you get to about sort of fifty minutes, even then finishing up the hour, and you come to realise that this thing isn't a weapon, oh. so you can't quite do the same attachment to it as your others.
1: Okay, it didn't work. I can't form a pact with this thing, so there's that thing. That's one answer. Okay. Uh, I am really scared about now
5: smashing the thing and something else coming
1: out.
6: I mean, if we're even able to smash it,
7: mm.
5: could we get in touch with um, what's his name, our wizard friend,
7: Heron?
6: Yeah, he wasn't. He wasn't best pleased last time I used my particular method of communication.
5: <laughs> mm, yeah, but this is a
4: situation. Is, there, that is might... there a way of communicating with the shop owner?
1: yeah would i have to describe him so that someone can cast message or something
6: well i can write him a letter yeah Hmm. can they reply to the letters david i heron replied using no Uh, he replied using sending didn't you
2: you're sending them a letter and if they have a way of responding they can
6: yeah so i don't know if the shopkeeper would be able to respond Mm. i could send them a note but really it's just at that point,
2: it's just an online review that we're just leaving a complaint.
6: <laughs>
2: <laughs> also, feel free to leave us a review on iTunes.
3: <laughs> use,
2: use your book of notes to leave us an iTunes review. Nice.
3: It will
6: be indelibly scarred into our desk.
1: The is for merch now.
6: So, oh. hmm.
0: Maybe we need to see if we can find somebody who can help us with it. Perhaps until we can find a solution, make sure that at night, that, that Juno and Orin aren't on watch together. Separate that, it up that way to keep an eye on them until we yep. can find somebody and who can help us.
6: We just know that Guy has to play the flute. If one of us starts acting a bit weirdly, then playing the flute seems to stop it again.
3: Mm. Okay. Yeah. okay.
6: And I don't think Guy's going to take the flute off him, are you, Guy? Because uh, nope. he didn't seem to enjoy that very much. Nope, not a fan.
0: Maybe if he plays it to you every night before bed, then you won't get up and sleep, poor. Maybe. Worth
6: a go. Do you want to try now?
0: Uh, okay.
5: And I will I mean, just... Make sure the others aren't listening. Uh, everyone else yeah. stuff your ears with something.
0: Gwendolyn covers her ears.
5: And Kido's still got his leaves in there anyway. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> At the
0: moment, Daryl has his pencils in his ears. over oh, through, <laughs> through his headphones. It's a great image.
5: And I will play a um a jig. Nice
2: little jig. Are you purposely trying to make the move, or are you just sort of playing it for the fun of playing? I'm just playing it for the fun of playing. Cool. Um, It's quite a nice jig. You kind of want to dance anyway. But uh, ultimately, by the time Gaius finishes playing, there is no music in your head. It's just a very lovely tune. Oh. That sounded nice.
5: Yeah, cheers. Um, So now we can go back to sleep and... uh... Well, I don't think I'm going to be able to sleep, really. But um, and y'all won't be coming up to me and looking at me and staring at me. <laughs> don't think so. Okay. I mean, it's fine. It's just it's just a bit weird when it's like this in the middle of the night.
4: Mm. Sorry. It, it feels pretty weird from this side as well. Truth yeah, I told. can imagine.
5: Yeah, that's true. I I I'll stay up then. If okay. anybody would like to stay up, please stay up. Someone. I'll I'll oh, stay yeah. up
4: with you. I'm, gonna... I'm Yeah, I don't mind.
1: Okay. Wake me as soon as. Something strange happens.
4: When would you rather stay up or go to
0: bed? I I don't mind either way. I mean, I had a good sleep already, so I'm
5: yeah, quite happy sure. to stay
0: up. All right. Yeah.
5: Okay. Yeah. Uh,
0: see if you have an uninterrupted sleep, and, and if we see you get up, then um that might be good to observe. Perhaps. Yeah. Yeah.
5: Cool, cool, cool. cool. <laughs> Me and will stay up then. Or
2: goes to sleep.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> and for the rest of the night, watch goes by much as it expected. Nobody is getting up and walking around. Uh, there doesn't seem to be. I won't even make you make you make a roll. There's nothing happens during the night beyond sort of you sit, sit there watching the others sleeping, and then the sun rises.
5: No, oh. hmm. that's nice. <sighs>
1: Restful sleep.
0: That's good. Breakfast, anyone? Ah.
1: Yes, please. Yes, we Gwendo-
0: Gwendolyn gives Gaius a little squeeze of the shoulder, just kind of like check he's okay.
5: I'll give her. And knowing look like yeah i'm okay mm-hmm. yeah i'd love some tea please i got some um some rations over here and some biscuits and stuff mm. and anyone I'll fancy a
4: dragon barley
1: Oh, I thought you'd never ask <laughs> i do have, have a normal train time
4: tea for everyone is served
1: <laughs> <laughs> or in fishes a little
6: bit of rope out of his tea <laughs> <laughs> brilliant yeah.
7: Grace here, keeping you updated with all things No Small Roles related. I'd like to start this episode's bit in the middle by wishing the exceptional Vicky Gaskin a very, very happy birthday. We love you, Vicky, more than Juna loves a cup of tea talking of tea, here it is. Dear listeners, there is still time to take advantage of our Patreon January sale. You can pledge as little as £1 and get access to all Patreon perks this January. There's already some great content to check out and there is more to come. To sign up, go to patreon.com forward slash Click on Become a Patron scroll down and choose one of the existing tiers or scroll further and click on make a custom pledge to make a pledge of whatever you please. One of the fabulous perks is an invite to our next recording of No Small Questions on the 20th of January at 8pm GMT. Patrons joining us on the Zoom will have the opportunity to ask their questions to David, Vicky, and guest player Sarah Gain in person. Superfan Sam will be hosting once again, so if you want him to pose your questions to the cast, send them to us via social media before the 20th of January. We are at No Small Roles on Twitter and Instagram, and you can find us on Facebook by searching No Small Roles. Rolls spelt R-O-L-L-S. We are delighted to have two new patrons sign up this week. In fact, two excellent humans you will have heard us mention before. So this week's no small shout outs go to our very own superfan Sam, the host of No Small Questions, chatter on superfan chats, quite clearly trying to keep up his mantle of being a superfan. And our second patron is the awesome Pippa Beckford, who did a rock cover of our theme tune. Now, if you've not checked that out yet, do. It is freaking cool. Thank you to all our patrons so far. You have our eternal gratitude and our heartfelt thanks. Big love and big roles to you all. And if you'd love to support No Small Roles in other ways, you can do so reviews on places like itunes are a fantastic way to help others find us so if you can spare a few moments to say you like us you would make our cast very happy after all we are actors and we do crave validation anywho that's all from me for now how about that weird pipe let's get back to that
2: And after you've had tea, you have some breakfast, you set off again during the next day. About 1, 2 o'clock in the afternoon, just on the horizon, you see Rostal. You see the city, ah. the large town, come into view. Nice. And Rostal is a, a walled town that's uh, seemingly, from your viewpoint, built around two low hills. Uh, and atop one sits, it looks to be some kind of manor or estate, similar to what the Vondels had. But atop the other one, it looks like it's got a little fort, yeah, like a fortress of some kind within the walls. Now, both of those buildings are made out of really like rusty-coloured reddish brick. That's really quite quite nice to see as you're sort of passing through. Um, And in fact, all of the town, all of the buildings within the walls share that same rusty red colour. Outside the walls, like buildings have begun to sprung up and they're in a much more sort of generic style from from a distance at least it's a nice little red town on on the horizon
0: oh, that's a rather pleasant view it's very nice, yeah?
6: Looks pretty cool doesn't it
0: hmm. I've been to the lake ward before but n- never to this part um, only Carth so it's it's nice to see you around a bit more yes. I had no thought idea you, said you
6: weren't that well traveled when
0: well, I mean, Carth's not very far from Priden really. But thanks for flattering me, Oren. <laughs>
2: <laughs> as you make your way into town, are you looking for a tavern or an inn? Are you looking for shops?
1: What's your sort of port of call, as it were? I'm looking out for if there are any signs of um, supporters of Berenin.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Just keep uh, uh, make an investigation check. Cool. Ugh, 12 minus 1, 11 <laughs> Burns
2: <laughs> So you don't see any any of the familiar symbols, like the 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 red and the, the silver wings of Lord Berion. One poster scrawled across one wall that you do makes you sort of you're not quite sure if it's graffiti or what it is but uh, you do see something that says suspect those close to you oh. and as you carry on walking you we'll sort of see another in a very similar style written the same words. suspect those close to you on a different building further down mm. Mm.
0: that's interesting that's a strange thing to put on a building yeah
5: mm. could we all see that or is it just him
2: yeah as you move closer and closer into town actually these these signs keep popping up more They've not more. got
4: COVID, have they? Oh,
1: my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> tracking <and> trace. <laughs> <laughs> Leave your too tooth. Um, on. That one
6: says hands, face, space. What's that mean?
3: <laughs> people are singing happy birthday in, in fact, the bathroom. I don't know what's that about. <laughs> <laughs>
2: there are, um, uh, as you sort of move through, you do see one or two people actually taking some of those signs down, hmm. which again it's a slight interest to you as you sort of notice more and more of them can we
4: can we go and talk to one of yeah, the people yeah. who's taken the sign down
2: hmm. yeah absolutely yeah there's a sort of two half elf chalky skin half elf boys sort of taking them down bit by bit almost with like a a little scraper to scrape off where like the poster is sort of stuck on for a little bit too long both of them look a bit like sort of fairly young sort of late teens early 20s
1: as you approach Oh hey, lads um hello we're n- new in town um What's, what's the deal with this this um this message here?
2: Oh, uh, I should, you don't have to worry about that no more. They caught him. They caught who? Oh, uh, like really new in town.
1: Yeah, we yeah, just just got here minutes ago. Oh, uh, we had a serial killer. What? That was fun. What? Whoa. Yeah,
2: yeah. Oh, it were it were mad. He went on a murder spree. We didn't know who was who. Uh, it was it were crazy? The what? faceless footman. Yeah. What? What? That's right. They caught. They caught him. No, but uh, he's going to be executed up at the garrison. What? When? Tomorrow.
4: And that—that's uh, the garrison. She says, pointing to the more fortress-looking building of the yeah. ones on the top of the hill. Is that the garrison?
1: Yeah. Yeah. yeah that. That. Yeah. Oh my what? goodness. You tell me a bit more about this faceless footman. The faceless footman. Yeah. He were mad. Like we don't really know quite what happened, but
2: basically, uh, he were. Found out that he were up in, in the in, in the Red House, right? Is, uh, is that that house? I'll point at the opposite hill. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that one, that one, where Lord Rostall and that live. Right. Not that Lord Rostall's there. He's, he's normally out over in Forlós. But he were up there, like, pretending to be a footman. But then it turns out that the footman and his whole family were dead. And, uh, and then they figured that out. They were like, oh, he's an imposter. And then and he, then like, changed shape. And he was someone else. And he killed someone else. And try pretending being them And then they caught him again
1: And then it were mad What kind of people did he care what calibre were they? Were they nobles? Were they politicians? No, no, just normal people Really? Really? Could have been any of us So how did he catch him? How could he be sure that's who it was? They got one of them arcanists in, didn't they? Oh gosh,
2: really? Lord Rustle put in a word And we got an arcanist in Still here to make sure that he dies who
4: So they that? consult
1: him That person will be at the execution tomorrow? Yeah
4: can I just insight check them just because I feel like I'm going to regret it if I don't?
1: Yeah. Yeah, cool. Make an insight check.
4: Uh, seven.
2: <laughs> oh. Seven. They just seem excited that the the stress of the situation is over mm-hmm. and that they can, like, sort of talk about it in an excitable way rather than... As you can imagine, like, the situation itself was probably terrifying because you didn't know if the person next to you was about to kill you. Yeah. Yeah. So there is, like, a lot of relief in what they're saying, as well as just quite happily, like, chatting about the town's recent events.
4: And what, what did he look like, this uh, faceless footman? Or does no one know? Well, that
2: was the thing. That was the thing, right? Because he were one person, and then he, he changed, and he was someone else. Somebody saw him change, and that's how we knew that it could have been any of us. Wow. What? That is crazy. I know, oh, but because don't, don't, because they caught him, we've been told to start taking down all these uh, these warnings for everyone.
6: So, how long was he? Yeah. How long was he at large? How long was he
2: going well, about? Like two, three months. Wow!
4: How many people died? Ah, yeah. uh, like 30. Oh
2: My gosh!
4: Whoa! Wow.
2: That is no a, all different ways as well. Some were rat right gruesome. Right. Whoa. Okay. Well wow. How did he kill them? Was it weapons or magic? Well, yeah, like I say, all different. All different. I think it were a weapon. Right. But. Uh, I don't know. I didn't actually see none of the bodies myself.
1: And can I ask a slightly unrelated question? Like how how are things with Lord Rostall in charge? Are things peaceful? Do things go along well? Do they work?
2: Well, yeah. I mean, he's not here a lot of the time. Right. He's in Fall Vale like a lot, I, I take it. Yeah, because he's on the Lord's Assembly and that. So he does a lot of the politicking.
1: Right. So who looks after the town when he's gone?
2: Oh, we've got a local council.
1: Oh, right. Yeah. I mean, they
2: work out of the garrison as well. It's not really a garrison no more. Right. It's sort of like... City Hall really I see And guardhouse. The Guard and House There's a big old library there as well Oh really? Yeah <laughs> <Or is that laughs> just books <laughs> <Wow>. Ben's face <laughs> listeners just <laughs> Just
1: flicked up <laughs> I was busy taking notes Library <laughs> uh, just, out,
5: <laughs> just out of interest uh, buddy uh, Now that this place is uh, murder free uh, Where would be a safe and uh, lubricating uh, establishment To uh, uh, spend the <laughs> evening
2: <laughs> oh, well, there's quite a few places. Uh, if you want to go inside the walls, there's uh, Tabby Cat. Tabby Cat's quite nice. Uh, and Wise Man's Nook as well. That's, that's nice. Targus there, were great. Otherwise, I mean, I can see you got a horse there. Um, <laughs> if you, there's there's a place out, outside
5: of the walls called the Flying Philly. Uh, they got stables. Okay, great. The first thing I need to do is make sure this horse gets c- taken care of.
3: <laughs>
5: so don't worry guys i will find you i will just go and sort this out about the stables and while they're sorting out i will spend like five ten minutes just finding those stables uh david how yeah, much yeah. for um betting bessie for the night
2: for bessie it is one gold piece for the night
5: i will do that and i will make sure she has a tasty apple on some things as well nice
2: uh and the flying filly itself is uh also an inn so if you wanted to pay for rooms there as well that's up to you whether or not you're quite happy they're quite happy to just take the horse but if you're also going to purchase rooms, that's another gold piece for 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 two rooms.
5: Uh, yeah, I'll I'll let the group uh, decide. Um, I'll just make sure that Nessie's like in a spot, mm. in in cool. a parking spot.
2: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> She's parked up for the night. Yeah.
0: <laughs> um, may I ask, this um faceless footman, what what was the final form they were caught in? Did they remind you of somebody you know, or
2: not that I know, no. no. Uh, I think it were a little boy that they caught him in. Mm-hmm. A little boy? Yeah. Like I say, it could change shape. It were well weird.
0: Yes, of uh, course. But uh, you say that they're certain that that is, it's not somebody that you do know, it's not somebody innocent.
2: No, because the arcanist, right? The arcanist, uh like, did a check, and that's how we know.
0: Are you sure the faceless footman isn't just an arcanist now?
2: <sighs> there is a moment of... <sighs> dread <laughs> the passes over the two of them I'm sh- and they're like no no because no. is that possible
0: I, I don't I don't know I sorry I, I wouldn't want to put any more worry on your minds I'm I'm sure everything's perfectly safe uh, I'm just querying some things myself uh, we should we should go speak to this arcanist just to uh,
6: definitely uh, yes, yes. And we should probably make sure none of the party wander off away from the rest of us so we can make sure no one gets transferred. Oh, where's (laughs)
3: Scott?
2: Yeah, so um, you leave the two boys quite happily still just scraping down the posters. And as you sort of start to move away, Gaius is obviously like gestured to where he's going. It's not that he's (laughs) just (laughs) walking off. (laughs) And he's gone with the horse.
6: Oh, this again.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Where are we going to find him naked this time? Yeah, (laughs) which cabin will it be this time? (laughs) Just in the
2: middle of the street. But you all, yeah, you all meet up at the uh, the gate of the city. I keep saying city; it's more of a large town, small city, big large town, small city. So yeah, are you heading in through the gates? Are you heading? Are you gonna? By this point, it's probably like four or five in the evening. Mm-hmm. Not quite getting dark yet, but probably not early enough to say, go looking through a library. <laughs> we, could,
4: we could we could, have a little look and have a little look around, couldn't we, before we settle in for the night?
2: Yeah, I'd be up for that. Get
4: our bearings. Yeah.
0: Mm.
6: Check where the library is.
0: Mm-hmm. Go up, check out this garrison there. Perhaps, you know, we don't need to show that we have any affiliation with Arkness, but Perhaps they might be well, able to help I, us with our flute situation if we. I,
6: I think our arcanist friend actively would want us not to say anything about any affiliation An absolute, with the archonists.
0: Absolutely, yes, yes. yes so it's just um, mission. we're just tourists who have a problem with the flute. Yeah, yeah,
6: definitely that classic disguise.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> you move through the town and it's it's it is like the inner the the red brick of the buildings it gives the whole thing, especially as the sun starts dipping down. like a really nice autumnal feeling even though you're in the middle of spring as you make your way up to the garrison you find that where there would have been gates beforehand they've been removed so you can walk directly into the courtyard and it's sort of like a big u-shaped building around this courtyard the center of which they seem to be preparing a set of gallows Mm -hmm. as you sort of have a peek through the the gate there to your right is where you can see a lot more like sort of prison bars and things and to your left through the windows you can see just rows of books oh look at the prison yeah me too (laughs) i have a really bad feeling about this um yeah make a make an investigation check if you're looking for anything in particular at the prison that's
1: a five minus one
4: are you are you looking for the prisoner enkidi yeah
1: then, yeah, I can in.
4: help you and give you an inv- advantage or check myself. That's what I'm interested to see, too.
1: If you find him first, that'd be better.
2: Cool. I'll have, I have <laughs> a Ah, it's not great. It's better than a four. Eleven. Eleven. Um, so you sort of, like, edge your way along through the windows. Uh, and there are a few uh, red-cloaked guards around. Their cloaks are almost matching the the brickwork. But as you sort of, like, just casually, like, looking through the windows, you, you don't see... It's quite dark inside, so you don't necessarily see any, any movement of people. Through a couple of windows, you get the impression that it is just um, like a guardhouse mm-hmm. sort of in some of the rooms. And then as you sort of move even further around, it's, it just sort of turns into more like offices. Mm-hmm. So even though there is clearly like a prison section of this building, they're not necessarily too scared about the prisoners escaping, you, you surmise. Hmm. Uh, but no, you don't see any actual prisoners.
1: They might have in, in a secure location. I mean, this person's mm. highly skilled, very dangerous. They might not even be here. No. Mm. I have a terrible feeling.
4: I, I tell you what me too, Enki, do. And I, I want to get near enough to read their thoughts and see what's really going on.
1: Yeah, so do I. Mm. Yeah. Well, I want to, yeah. <laughs> Shall we have a nose then?
4: Yeah, what What about everyone else? We've got to stick together, so. Uh, mm, true. Mm. What do we want to do as a group?
2: Orin's just been staring at the library. <laughs> <laughs> right.
1: Well, yeah, we, we should probably move together.
2: And actually, Orin, this is probably the largest library you've seen. Oh. It's not necessarily a grand library in like as far as you can imagine, but this is this is probably the most amount of books in one location that you could even just through the windows, you can see that like how far the shelves go back.
4: <laughs> you want to go in there, or- don't you, Orin?
6: Yeah, no, I do, but okay, no, but the prisoner's probably the time critical thing. Mm.
0: Well, perhaps if we just all can wait. Yes, uh, and perhaps if we if we walk around the building, we can kind of, uh, Junior. You can kind of scan for thoughts, can't you? Even if you can't, yeah. see them. Maybe you'll, yeah. pick up on.
4: If Ooh, we kind of, here's an
1: idea um, going on from that. We could send rowana in. I mean, can you see through her eyes or anything? I've read about. Her yeah,
4: her I eyes. can. I think so. I, I did it once before.
1: Yeah.
4: When we were at the festival. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. It might save us a bit of time if Rowana was able to slip in. Yeah. Find the person for us.
5: I think she, I mean, she kind of sticks out like a, like a sore rabbit with an form. <laughs> <laughs> she, she doesn't
4: have to be a rabbit.
5: Oh, okay. What can she be?
4: <laughs> it's a very good question. Uh, <laughs> I could turn her into something like maybe a cat or a bat or an owl or a rat
6: Orin's gonna have a look around and see if we can see any little animals around
2: generally Oh that's the- a good idea yeah mm. Make a make an investigation check 14
3: Um yeah
2: there are there are a few small birds around um as you're sort of stood in the courtyard as you're sort of looking more into the corners you, you do notice a little
6: mouse scurry by Uh what about a mouse? Can she turn into a mouse?
4: Can she DM? <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah, she can turn it's into not like in the tiny, player's hands. Uh. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah. I'm I'm quite happy to go with the rule that, that she can be a tiny beast of cool. some description. Cool.
4: So a bit like a rat, isn't it? Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah, they're yeah. like small rats.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Come here, Rwana. And Juna's gonna scoop up Rwana, wave her staff in the air, and then She's going to place uh, Ruana on the floor, and as she touches the floor, she's going to turn into a mouse.
2: Uh, again, it does take an hour for you to do oh. that.
3: <laughs> Let's look at the
2: library while we wait. <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah, yeah, a... yeah, yeah. We'll leave you here, Juno. <laughs> Juno starts moving in very slow motion. <laughs> okay,
4: Can I did not know that. This is the first time I, Vicky, am using this particular type of spell. Um, so, yeah. yeah, and then, yeah, she just sort of, like, yeah, um, Yeah, so
2: pops essentially to change... To change her form, you have to cast the spell again. Cool is what is what it is. So it's like it's a whole hour long casting.
4: Can she go? Um, can she wave her staff and the spell be? tu na tu
2: for a full hour. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. for our musical She sings the entire fans. Wicked soundtrack. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Do I,
4: Does does she have to hold the concentration for an hour, or does the spell just take an hour to change?
2: Uh, it takes an like yeah, just cool. an hour to cast okay. it. Yeah, so, like, you sort of step away from the garrison rather than just doing that, I'm <laughs> assuming, in the centre yeah. of the courtyard. Let's, let's go somewhere quiet for you to do you this. Know. <laughs> I didn't yeah, realise yeah.
6: chanting was going to be part of it.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh, you find a nice little sort of nook down a side street that the rest of you can at least, like, sit down and, and chat about next moves and whatnot. Mm. Oh, if we're sitting for an hour, mm.
6: Oren's going to sit and get out his carpenter's tools and fiddle with them for an hour and slowly sort of turn them into alchemy tools over the course of an hour. Mm. Mm. Nice. Using the ability that I can't remember that allows me to do that.
2: Right tool for the job. That -hmm. that artificer ability. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Takes an hour.
0: Gwendolyn's a bit restless, so she's going to basically, like, see if she can find anything to do pull-ups on. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. She's just kind of feeling like she maybe should start doing some training, like just in case they find themselves in fights again and starts making a little circuit for herself.
2: Yeah, you find like a little hanging lantern to the side that you can like grab a hold of. Nice, yeah. yeah. It's
0: like she's got a little workout in her head that just like, you know, when you see somebody running along and they suddenly, like, jump and clap because they've got it in their head, like, she's kind of doing that. <laughs> sure. She's got a little uh, thing going on. Yeah, yeah,
6: yeah. And yeah. when I say woodcarver's tools, I mean Smith's tools so that I've <laughs> transformed.
2: <laughs> cool. <laughs> Not that wrong. Sorry. Hmm. Got one set of tools and now they're a different set of tools. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what any of them do. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, like, after after an hour or so, uh, Ruana is transformed into a little... A little Mouse? Did you say mouse?
4: Mouse, yes.
2: Mouse. Uh, What does she look like as a mouse?
4: As a mouse. I imagine she's like a a little sort of deep mahogany brown mouse. Oh, nice. Yeah, with big old ears and a little pink nose.
3: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And a
2: horn. (laughs) Don't
4: be silly, Ben.
2: (laughs) (laughs) So you put her down, close your eyes and sort of set her off running. Have you given her instructions as to what to look for or...?
4: Yeah, I've sort of said to her telepathically, "Go and see if you can find who you think might be the arrested one." And I need to—I think I need to be within a hundred feet, so mm-hmm. I'm going to go relatively close to where I'm going to put her in. So I'm assuming we all kind of gather in the like not an obvious place, but not too far from the the building. Yeah,
2: and as sort of like it's getting closer to the end of the day. There are a few sort of the public are being like ushered out, but you find a, like a, a good enough spot nearby sort of sat on a wall that you don't look suspicious. Really, mm-hmm. you're just sort of like you're all sat there chatting. Juna uh, closes her eyes and Ruana sets off.
4: I So whilst, I, whilst that's happening, I can't see or hear anything where we are, can I?
2: No, cool. you can feel touch. Cool. Uh, so if somebody is like holding your hand, you can feel can that. I,
4: can I talk?
2: Yeah, and people can hear you, but you can't hear yourself. Cool. Okay. What's Ruana looking for?
4: So yeah, she's just going to like sort of scamper in through the door and just sort of be sort of looking and listening for talks of this faceless Mm -hmm. footman. And I think like she's heard that he was arrested as a little boy, so maybe looking for a little boy. But yeah, just sort of hearing... Like yeah, trying to listen out for anyone talking about them, like hearing anything about prisoners. I guess to begin with, to try and work out where the prisoners are.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: In which case, make an investigation check mm-hmm. uh, using mouse stats. Using
3: mouse stats. The mouse, mouse stats. Oh, so mouse stats. You
2: lose stats. rat stats if you can't find a mouse.
4: Yeah.
3: Mm-hmm. Rat stats. Rat stats.
4: Oh dear. Oh, rats are not intelligent. <laughs> uh-huh, four. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah.
5: Oh, yeah, no. don't say. Four a fool. Altogether.
2: So she spends a good few hours running backwards and forwards, trying to understand where the, where uh, this person's being held. She does find the cells through her eyes. You you can see, like, she, she does make her way to cells, but then inside each of the cells, a few of them have just got, like, drunkards. A few of them have got sort of slightly dodgier-looking people, like, more beaten up and stuff. There's no little boys in any of them,
4: I'm also relaying this to everyone in real time
2: yeah there's yeah there's there's no little boys in 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 any of them. There's no people that are like changing their face or anything like that. sort of she scurries right the way down right the way back again, but she kind of gets a little bit lost in it. The other thing that seems to be annoying her is that she can smell
1: rats <laughs> and she is nervous about them.
4: that's fair enough.
1: Is there a chance you can ask um her to? See where there are more guards than there are anywhere else? I don't think she can hear you in KD. Yeah, I Juna Juna, can't hear you. So I can ask I
4: can ask stuff, but I can't take like yeah. Okay. But I think all of that kind of stuff I think like she would have been instructed to do at the beginning and
3: she's just not very
4: good at investigation.
2: (laughs) And whilst there are guards stationed around the place, beyond like the entrance to the, the cells themselves, there doesn't seem to be any buildup of guards. Like that seems to be the only the location that that's where they're sort of most concentrated. Mm. Is just outside the prison cells. Again, like as the sort of mouse scurries through the uh, the sort of office space of the guardhouse, has got one or two guards sort of chatting idly, but um, and no one's men- in-
4: mentioning the mask, the faceless footman.
2: If they do mention the faceless footman, it's more just in relief that they're caught mm-hmm. and they're looking forward to them being executed in the morning. That kind of thing. Oh yes, they're down there in cell mm-hmm. four point whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Again, it's like a sense of relief that like they've done a good job, even if they needed a bit of extra help. The town itself has managed to catch this criminal, and that's that's really the only thing that you hear about it as he's, as Ruana's passing through is just relief.
4: Yeah, if she doesn't hear anything or see anything, then she just presumably comes back and. Mm. oh, t- thank you, Rowana. I hope I hope it didn't smell too bad in there of rats. <laughs> Sorry, everyone.
1: No, that's hmm. no, that's plenty. Thank you. It's fine.
0: Perhaps um, I could go and try and talk to a guard, just um, as a local tourist interested in the gallows. I've heard there's a execution the next day. Um, perhaps if if you were came with me, Juna, you could listen to their thoughts, see if there's anything. Yeah. For sure. Maybe in this bubbling away in their surface or Yeah. Um, or or if anybody else would like to go do that. I, I, you know.
1: I w- would also like to come along.
6: Well we're just a classic tourism party who need to get our magic flute repaired.
0: <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes, yes. I just uh thought, you know, if it's not too many of us it might be easier or I don't know, like less threatening, <laughs> you know what I mean?
6: Yeah. Hmm. Oren looks over at the library. I can wait over there if you want. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I mean, I suppose we're not the most threatening looking bunch in the world, to be honest. Juno shoots a tiny look in Kido's way.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and he's just like, hmm.
5: <laughs> 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 <He looks really laughs> embarrassed. Well, um, okay, well, why don't, like, because uh, Oren looks like he's about to bust a gut here. Why don't we just, me and Oren, just go poke our head in the library while you guys uh, go and sweet talk uh, the other we- people. Yeah.
4: We'll I go tell give you what, it a go. and she holds her hand up with Rowana in. I tell you what, Orin and Guy, you take Rowana.
5: Oh, yeah, sure. And then she'll just like scurry up my arm and just, I presume, to prop herself just nestled into my cloak.
4: Yeah.
2: As you're sort of all getting ready to go, almost all of you notice uh, that there's been a guy sort of loitering fairly nearby. It looks a little like it's not been necessarily like approaching you like you he's just sort of sat at a slight distance just looks a little bit dodgy oh I realise the only description I've given this guy is shady <laughs>
6: <laughs> bit shady bit dodgy. bit dodgy little bit shady um,
4: is it the real yeah, this, slim um, shady, <laughs>
6: so shady. Like, um, As he stood up um, yet?
2: Basically, uh, he yeah basically he just looks up, like uh, <laughs> please stand up the real that's the character yet. he
4: <laughs> stood
3: up yeah
2: <laughs> <laughs> a sort of olive-skinned human, messy brown hair. Mm-hmm. You get the impression that he's not necessarily been watching you, but he's definitely been listening a little bit. Mm. And as you sort of all get up to move, he does sort of edge on in. He goes, uh, sorry, 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 hi, hi, hi. Hi. You said uh, something about cursed cursed flute, is that right? Looking over at you, Oren. Yep, that's why we're here, that's why we're here. We've got oh a... My gosh troublesome flute that's the only reason we're here yeah uh well <laughs> my name is jerek nice to meet you Jeric. hello jerek yeah <laughs> i happen to be uh connecting in some way to some people who might be able to help you with that kind of problem oh really if if you'll be interested
4: mm-hmm. uh i'm gonna go ahead and insight check jerek yeah
7: please do <laughs> <laughs>
5: He's been openly described as shady. I'm sure he <laughs> yeah. has <a> good intentions. <laughs> definitely on the down low.
4: The best role, of all episode, 19.
5: 19. That's a
4: lie. Sorry,
2: 17. Even with the 17, like yeah, you get the impression that he he's telling the truth. Mm-hmm. He is connected to some people that might be able to help you. He's clearly about to ask for a fee when it comes up for it. Like he's doing this to make money. You get that impression. And as you're sort of looking at him, like up and down. He sort of scratches his neck just a little bit and you just see the, the edge of a little little hexagon tattoo.
1: Oh my gosh, I knew it. it.
2: And that's where we'll end tonight's episode. Jarek! 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 Thank it. you, everyone.
6: You have been listening to David Knight as your dungeon master, Ben Galpin as Orin, Chris Watts as Gaius Daryl Bailey as Enkidu Grace Kelly Miller as Gwendolyn And Vicky Gaskin as Juna Original music by David Knight Please tell your friends, subscribe and follow us on all the social media Thank you for listening to No Small Rolls Anon for now